Blog Talk Radio. Did you hear those clear crystal tones? Isn't that beautiful? It goes all through the air like this and reaching you wherever you are. Well, hello, hello. This is Helena Stein-Holstein speaking to you yet again. Isn't that wonderful that one can meet like this, so many of us at the same time and at whatever time you'd like it to be? I think, you know, technology is fantastic in so many ways, although it can be tough in many other ways. But anyway, so I was just looking at my subject and it says 11 ways how to stop living in a bubble. And I thought, oh my, how did that happen? That's not quite how I wanted it to be worded. But evidently that is how I worded it when I sent it in. So there we go. It has to be exactly that way, I suppose. But we're going to talk about living in a bubble. And you might think, oh, I don't live in a bubble at all. I'm so open and I look at strangers and I talk to strangers and I have an open mind in all ways. And that may be true. But there's so many ways that we are not open-minded. I notice that for myself because somehow we all live in a kind of bubble and I'm extremely open-minded. But we don't understand it sometimes, that we still limit ourselves in our humankind, in our limitation, our human, in our human limitation of mind. Just think about such a thing. When we were younger, well, all of us are, have sometimes been even younger, <laughs> even if you're 12, now you've been maybe five, and then you have looked at Oh, the people, and you thought, oh, they don't think right, or they, they're so snowed in, they don't understand, and they're stupid, you know. I was thinking that sometimes about older people when I was like a teenager. Of course, when you're a teenager, you may think so about everything anyway. But then I looked at the older people and said, oh, God, why are you so stupid? <laughs> And that's how I thought about it at that time. Now, I see it in a different way because those people are not stupid. They just lived in their own bubble all through their lives, meaning they have just accepted life the way it was when they grew up, and then they never accepted any new ideas. They did try to make new friends, they didn't try to get into new explorations and new discoveries. And do you know, that makes you kind of stupid. I have said so many times, you know, what I say and what I do is not for older people. I don't have old people come to my sessions, for instance. But then I do at times. And those people are smarter and more open and wiser than anyone else. Why? Because they have been open. That is the secret to everything, to be open, 
And that is how you get out of your bubble, the one you have been in. And you may say, well, I'm not in the Bible at all again. And you repeat that many times. And usually it's the one who really are in a bubble who may think so. So a friend of mine, she said, oh, Helena, your life is so exciting. You have all these happy events and you have all these happenings, you know, all, all these episodes that happen to you and they're kind of fun and ex- exciting. And I said, no, I have more accidents than anyone else. And, and I get those crazy sickness, only exciting sicknesses, so to speak, because I have to work very hard getting over them. And it, I turned them into adventures. But I've been open to what was around me. So, first of all, you have to understand that you are in a bubble. And my friend then, her problem was she lived in a bubble. So nothing could come to her. No exciting events happened to her because she was in this bubble of just how things were supposed to be. She was just not daring enough to believe in something else. And that is what I say. The first thing is, if you want to get out of the bubble, how do you do that? Well, you evidently belong to a political party or you vote for one particular party. And maybe this is the party your parents voted for and the party you have decided once upon a time, this is the only right party to believe in and to be voting for. And you stay in that party, even if it changes completely, which we see today in this country of America, which is a great country. However, politics are changing like, my God, way out on both sides. And you still stay in that same party without trying to think differently. And maybe there is a different way. Maybe start a new party. Well, you have started many new parties in this country, but not well enough. So we still have only those two parties. And then you have the one in the middle now who don't quite feel the fit in with any part, and I think I'm one of them now. Now I am. I wasn't before, but now I am. And this is how you can be if you want to get out of your bubble. Don't confess yourself to only one political belief, or shall we say, any belief. Like, oh, yes, I don't believe in eating vegetables. It's not good for us. We have to eat meat. I was that way once upon a time. I can't believe it. I wouldn't eat meat now for anything. But I had the time in my life that I believed this is good for people. Oh, yes, we need, you know, human flesh. But I had to change. I changed. I can't believe the person I once was. And, of course, I lived in the bubble, high, high time, you know. <laughs> so, um, and then, when you watch TV, are you watching just one channel more 
than the other, and that's the only channel you're going to listen to? Oh, how do you get out of that? Because we have to start to discover more. There is something called use the remote. There is the remote control. There's a control disk also. Change the channel on your TV. You might discover something completely new and get out of that silly bubble you have put yourself of limitation. And then, again, so many sit in a certain bubble and they're afraid of everything. I know lots of people who are afraid of just about everything. They're afraid of trying out. They're afraid of technology. Well, I'm not good at technology. I don't feel I want to do it when other other people can do it for me, but it's being done. And I even went to classes, you know, to learn more about technology. I still was not good at it. So I just discovered, okay, I have to use that. And I use, you know, now when I do this podcast, I do do it all by myself, but it's not very hard. So um, we must get rid of that kind of fear of anything new. And that's, you know, I had many friends who have now kind of passed on and they were even younger than myself, even much younger than myself, and they didn't want to even try a computer or a smartphone. Everything had to be the old-fashioned way. So how can you get rid of staying in a bubble? And what is actually a bubble? Well, it is just a place where you put yourself to avoid certain realities in life. You simply don't know what's out there because you don't want to find out. That is being in the bubble. So, and what do we do when we stay in the bubble? When we stay in that place where we don't even want to know what's going on in another country because everything is about your country. You're staying in a comfort zone. That's all you do. It's easy. Yes. What is the remedy now for that? It is pack your bag and start traveling and meet different cultures. That will really get you out of your comfort zone. (laughs) You know, unless you really have decided you're going to learn the language first, you're going to study the culture, you bring a camera and you are excited about the trip. This is how you do it. And when you are at it, try new restaurants, try new foods. Go and see new shows from, you know, out somewhere in the theater. You used to see it only on TV before. Go out and see it in person now. Just try something new. And God forbid, try a new hairdo, new hair color. This is getting out of your bubble and your comfort zone. I know. So many women out there 
who have tried exactly what I have mentioned. They try new clothes, new hairdo, new hair colors. They have changed their lives. From being lonely and alone before, now they suddenly have friends and a particular one friend. So it does work. If you want to meet the world and be part of the world, you cannot move around in a bubble. And that goes for so many who just keep on asking me, how do I find my man? How do I find my man? Well, because somehow you have stayed in a bubble. This man has to look a certain way. This woman has to look a certain way. So what is the problem there? You are conditional. You set conditions to everything. So get rid of those conditions. And I have um, to four or five here points. So these are things to think about. And you didn't even know you were thinking that way. Now you discover, oh, maybe I should live in the bubble. Ah, that's new. So another thing is, and I have this a lot, people don't listen to me. I know more than they do. And always when I start about spiritual things, about, you know, when I'm with certain friends, they start and take over and they have less knowledge than I do. But they don't even listen to what I have to say. And that is something they like to say. If you want to get out of your bubble or limitation, start to listen to others. See what others are saying. Listen to what others are saying. I know I'm a talker, but some people have said, oh, you're such a good listener too. When I notice that it's time to listen, I listen. And it could be even a child. My goodness, a child has so much to say. The hardest task for me is if someone brings me a child and I have to work on this child, my God, (laughs) that child starts to talk and throws me over, you know, so hard. Where does, I have to be? Where does God come from? Who created God? God knows. <clears throat> you know, the God knows. <laughs> so these are very hard questions, but these are natural questions. Are we asking ourselves enough questions? That's another one. To, to get out of your bubble that you didn't know you lived in. Because when you listen to others, maybe those others know more than you do. Yes. Do you know something about you in all this? You actually have a potential. You have an inner potential. And this is what I call your inner light. Yes. What is this inner light? This is the God flame within you. That is the power that was there before you. And that is the power that found itself, this body that you turned out into being. But that's the potential. It resides there within you. And sometimes you get that feeling. Oh, you know, I really want to do this. And you don't. 
this is the best way of getting out of your bubble of limitation. Yes. Sometimes you have to listen to your inner voice, not only to someone else who knows more than you do, but that someone who knows more than you do might be that inner voice within you. That inner voice within you knows everything about you. Everything. And those dreams that sit there within you, that higher potential that sits there within you, has been there since the creation of you since before the creation of you, the person that you are now. This is specialized knowledge, and I don't know if I should get into that into this particular time. But sometimes, when you just kind of put a light of interest within you, you turn on that light of interest, of curiosity within you, New idea with new ideas will start to bubble up within you, and you create all these new ideas. Oh, I want to do this. I want to do that. I want to do this. Follow all those wishes, one at a time, please, because it's hard to do many wishes at the same time. You can't. So, in all this, also. To get out of your bubble is to have the right friends. Friends who help you open up to being that open-minded person, that talented person. Because when you sit in a limitation, like you are in a particular group of friends, or in a club, for instance, God clubs are so limited many times. There might be clubs of open-minded people too. But there are clubs of very limited minds. They don't know so themselves. They just happen to be or turn into being that kind of person belonging to that particular club. They're called country clubs in America. I should really say so because they're very nice institutions, very beautiful places where you find good friendship and so on. But somehow you tend to get into a particular way of limitation. You dress alike, you think alike, you look at the political world out there with the same opinions. And the philosophy is all usually the same among most of you. And it's very hard for you to break out of that. So it's just that you have to decide that, yes, maybe I should go to that other club and see if I can remember that. So, and they think a little bit differently. Instead of a country club, they can be a club of the mind, you know, those exist. And the same goes for, I said, country club, they're good to have, they're really nice, this place of security for you. But then the same thing goes for religion. 
the bubble of religion is the same as the bubble of politics. Those are terrible bubbles with thick walls. And those inside of that bubble, my God, are they usually conditional, I would say. This, they are not preaching unconditional love at all. No, they are as conditional as you could be. That's how I noticed. Doesn't matter what, what name they call themselves. One thing I've noticed about church um, boards, you know, I shouldn't even say so to insult, I probably insult a lot of people, but I noticed to be on a church committee or church board of directors it's usually very hard because, oh, you have to follow our religion. You have to follow these steps that we have set up for our belief. And they're very, very thick on that. They're very, very strict on that. It doesn't matter if it's a church of, of no name, so to speak, if it's more liberated church. They still have this thing, or oh, we have to follow the ground lines for our church. And that's very hard if you start to be a little bit different in your thoughts. It's hard for you to stay with that. So I can only say, maybe you should change. And I think about a woman who came to me. Her name was Eleanor. And I had many called Eleanor at that time. Uh, because it seems to be a particular kind of generation also. And uh, she said, you know, it, it bothers me because I'm an Episcopalian and I have to go and ask my minister if this is the right way to believe. And she, <laughs> she couldn't get over that, that she wasn't sure that this would belong to her Episcopalian belief. And she didn't come back to me, so maybe she was just told, oh, stay with us. We are the only ones you can trust. I don't know what they said, but she was still friendly when I met her out and around. But I think she just was confused about the things that I said in my session, which is the original religion, so to speak, that the power lives within you and you have access to that power on your own. You don't have to belong to a particular religious institution to access that power. Although it could be a nice thing anyway because you meet nice people and people who might think like you. So I don't say, oh, don't go to those places. It's just what I'm saying is be free, free in your mind. And that's what I say about everything. Be open-minded, which means you have to be more understanding and unconditional. That is part of all this, to be more understanding and unconditional. So... How do you get out of this? Well, again, be more understanding and unconditional and learn a new talent. 
it might not be new at all. Maybe it's just a talent that resides within you. I've heard people started to sing. They had no idea that they could sing. And they have had beautiful voices. Or to write a book. I have created so many new authors. You have no idea. And poets. <laughs> Poetry is not my strong kind of side. But when people like it, it can be beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. So do not hesitate learning a new talent. Make a point of being good at it. It's not that you try it a little bit. No, make a point. Being good at it. This is the thing that what I say, God rewards those who are trying hard and come up with a good result. That is how it is. And when I say God, I mean the higher energy that I call the light. And that energy is out there. No matter if you call yourself Episcopalian, Baptist, or Nudist, or Catholic, or whatever is out there, Hindu, and so on. No, the power is there within each one of us. If someone around you brings up a subject that you don't understand, do you just reject it and say, oh, that's not my thing? Unlike the world of open-minded people, unlike the world where you can explore a universe that is absolutely unlimited, when I grew up, scientists said, we only have those nine planets. I think they turned it, they discarded, but looked, I think, afterwards, and on eight, and it went on like this. Suddenly, now, today, they said, oh, we have billions of planets out there. This is what it means. Scientists do that. They expand that knowledge constantly and that is the difference between science and religion and it's usually those who are very religious who say oh science has not proved that at all they just don't know science has proved a lot of things they just are in the movement I remember not too long ago I was told, oh, don't eat eggs. They're full of cholesterol. It's very, very bad for you. Suddenly, they say, oh, you can eat as many eggs as you want. So that's it. And I think people listen because now you can buy really good eggs. They're not those horrible eggs where the chicken or the hens, rather, they were caged up in small cages, you know, where they couldn't move one way or the other. All they did was just to lay eggs. Sterile eggs, may I tell you, because chicken can lay eggs even without a male around. They're just 
not fertile, you cannot expect the chicken to come out to that egg. So maybe the chicken came first and then came the egg. So, so um, well, what else is out there? So again, when you're in a bubble, you, you don't show curious curiosity. Maybe you should start to show curiosity. Poor things. And notice those people who are the most interesting to speak to are the ones who are curious, the ones who ask me questions. Maybe some people think it's bad manners to ask someone, well, it is like asking what age or something like this. But when they ask things, well, what do you like doing? Where do you come from? How many languages do you speak? I don't think that's rude. They're just interested. Oh, you speak English with an accent, so you must speak one more language. And they come up with that, oh, how many more languages? Well, and then they can continue the conversation. And I can continue the conversation because this is a very interesting point. When you know one more language, you usually also get to be interested in the culture of that language. And now you want to go and visit that country and you get to know the people. And now your mind expands. You get out of your stupid bubble of being this provincial person staying in one little place. I hope I'm not insulting people here because I have a tendency when I speak straight out. <laughs> I, I'm not always very polite. I don't sugarcoat my, my talk. So um, I think this is one way of getting out of the bubble. And I think particularly you American ladies, you're so polite. You are sugarcoating so many nice things. God, you say these nice phrases and you just kind of sugarcoat everything. And it's wonderful. But is this the truth? How you really feel? Start to be a little bit more curious about life around you. About the people right around you. And this way, you may be curious what you can do. Maybe you can write. Maybe you can paint. Maybe you can be inspired to write beautiful poetry. There's a market for that one too. And maybe you can do drawings for that. I see so many people who are happy doing things on the side of their regular work. It might not pay off in money, but, you know, you get all these nice new pieces of art that you can frame and put up on your wall. And it looks very educated, you know, classic to have paintings on the wall. I prefer to come into a home where you have paintings on the wall because that adds more soul to the home. 
And that's what I like about the Latins I met in Miami and came to their home. Those homes were loaded with stuff. And it's hard maybe for someone who just wants the minimal about everything. And they just keep maybe the openness in their mind and they're happy that way. And that's fine. But if you now want to have all these things around you, it kind of adds a lot of good soul around you. However, now, now I must say, there are pieces that might not have good energy around you, and I worked with that a lot. There were those who lived in houses. Maybe all the furniture was rented in that. Well, or let's say the whole house was a rental, and the furniture in that house was all rented furniture. And that furniture had absorbed all the energy from people who had used the house before them. And now someone very sensible, sensitive came into that house and they felt those bad energies or those negative energies. And that can be something also. And that's when you need a lot of light. That's when you need to come to me just to help clearing that house with the power of the light. There is such a thing just to get out of that bubble called, you know, a house with bad energy. That could also be that you have, your whole home might just be not good energy. I've done this a lot. We've gone from room to room. Of course, I've been sitting at home and I have not had any picture of the house or anything and this was not done with the video this has been done over the phone because many times I feel better when I don't have to see the worldly look of something and the same with you all I feel your energy better when I don't look at you because then I'm inspired by your good looks or your tired look or something like this but when you have you on the phone or the computer and I just feel you, I feel your energy, I pick up so much more from the person who you really are. So, and you can develop all these things as well if you begin to get out of your bubble of limitation. I think I got more than seven or 11 ways I hear. So uh, I see, yeah, and just, I have one thing which I see a lot from, and that is people live in the limitation. They only want to hear their own voices, like me and the show, for instance. <laughs> it's only my voice. But this is why you came to this show. But just that, that you just have to, give the word, you have to share your world with others as well. I've been sitting at dinner parties where one person's been speaking all the time and no one else could say a word because he or she was just the only one who talked and everyone else had to listen. There was no chance to interrupt or to ask questions. If you 
do that, you live in a bubble of incredible ego, egoism. And that might be hard to get out of if no one reminds you of that. So, yes. Now, let's do a little limitation of the light. And excuse this whole show, <laughs> because I feel it was kind of all little disorganized. Maybe I think so, but I just feel it was kind of not organized, and it still was full of good points completely. So now, look at the person who you are. And you want to begin to relax and relax and relax. Your whole body can relax instantly because you decide that this is how one does it. And you take a deep breath and you drop your shoulders. You lean back. And you take a deep breath. And breathe in a couple of times. And now you are totally relaxed. And should a thought enter into your mind, throw that out. And just think bright light. And positive thoughts when they now Start to come to you. Positive thoughts. Like images of beautiful things. And that is how you feel more and more relaxed. And imagine a stream of light coming down over you. Yes, imagine that light coming down. From the skies, down over you, and you are suddenly, totally absorbed into the light, totally absorbed into this light. If you have never done this before, just try. That's part of getting out of the limitation where you have been before. Just relax. And now that within you there is that core consciousness, core life, and I call that the light within you. And that light within you, that is the truth about you. And that place, it's Always well. This is the thing. That core light within you is always well. So, in your basic center, you have a wellness that you can bring out into the open through your wishes. Instantly. And now you feel that stream, that big stream of 
energy going through your body. You feel the heat way down into your feet and through your shoulders and into your arms and hands and hands all the way into the fingers. Yes. And you move your hands. You stretch them. They feel so well. All your fingers, every single one of them. And you are full of heat now. This is the heat of wellness. And we brush away all shadows of limitation. Of limitation of the residues of those bubbles you have gone through layer after layer. And now you begin to clear your mind. And you begin to feel an openness to this world, an incredible openness to this world. Understanding more and more and more who you truly, truly are. You are a creation of light. This may sound maybe not only spiritual, but maybe even religious. But this is even a scientific truth. This is where we all meet. Light is energy, the highest energy of all. And that will never go away. That light, even if your body decides to leave this earth or this world where we are, that light within you will still be there and stay on into the eternity until it feels it's time to shine again in the world of no limitation. Oh, you are so relaxed, so completely relaxed. I am a shiny light. You feel it and you know it now. And you're now going to come out of this. If your eyes were open, close them again and experience quickly that oneness with the light within you. And now, open up. Number one, you feel more and more open. Number two, you feel you have come into a new awareness. Number three, you feel you shine. You feel you love you. You love this power. Number one, two, three, four, five. You trust this power suddenly. One, two, three, four, five, six. And now number seven, you open your eyes again. You can listen to this again and again. 
because it's a love's copyrighted, but you can listen to it as much as you want. And this is Helena Steiner Hornstein. You can get to me through my website, findingyourinnerlight.com or bodysoulconnection.com, www.bodysoulconnection.com or www.findingyourinnerlight.com. My email is dr for Dr. Helena, my first name, info short for information, dr Helena info at yahoo.com or activeail at gmail.com. I think this is what I have for today. I wish you a wonderful week and I already planned a program for next week. Thank you so much for being with me. Thank you, thank you, thank you. So be in touch with you. Thank you. Bye-bye.